0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge
1: FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
0: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guide's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. The great Dr. Seuss wrote, Oh, the places you'll go, to inspire young children to always follow their dreams. However, when I'm around kids who act with the world as their personal errand boy, I'll go any place, as long as it's far, far away from them. As a parent of two amazing kids myself, ages 6 and 2, I'll admit to getting taken in by their cuteness, except when it comes to ignoring good manners. And this has nothing to do with being an etiquette expert. This is strictly about teaching them common courtesy. So they grow up being respected, not detested. A lot of parents believe their kids are perfect little angels, incapable of any wrongdoing. To this, I say, ha, angels, really? Aging reality, aging reality, we have a serious case of parental delusion. Kids are the single greatest part of my life, and being a dad and a husband is amazing. But allowing them to escape common manners simply because you don't want to discipline them? is only setting them up for a long life of loneliness. As much as this topic deserves more than three tips, so trust me, there will be more episodes about this issue, let's jump into this topic, kicking and screaming, with my top three quick and dirty tips for Kids manners 101. Tip number one, dining etiquette. In my article, called Can You Bring Kids to Restaurants? I outline the many do's and don'ts of dining with children As you read that article title, some of you may have just rolled your eyes since you have had the experience of dining out with children before. Not always so pretty, is it? It can resemble zoo animals during feeding time, loud noises and limbs flailing out of control while food gets shoveled in with no regard for where it may land. If this was baseball, and your ERA was based on the actual success rate of kids sitting down quietly to enjoy a meal, your batting average would be something like .185. And for all you non-baseball fans out there, that's hardly an MVP average. But this is reality. All kids lack the natural ability to sit still and eat. It's not the end of the world either. But it's a skill that has to be learned over time, and it's up to us to teach it. Similar to walking. If you guide them and show them how to do it over and over, they will eventually get it. And when all kids are hungry, they want food now. I mean, now, Mommy, now! Honestly. They can't help it, and again, it's not totally their fault. But the more they witness how a restaurant operates and who the players are, meaning the waiters and the host, they are more likely to understand that it's not the same as mealtime at home, and things can take time. Even though dining out with kids can be stressful, it's critical for their development. Dining out is fun, exciting, and introduces them to new foods in different settings. To help the experience go smoother, always pick an earlier time to dine out so the restaurant is less busy. Bring food from your home for your kids too, just in case they don't like what is being served. And to make the transition even easier, play pretend restaurant at home so they know what to expect. Explain to them what the waiter does and what a menu is. In the end, practice makes perfect, and the only way kids will learn how to act as adults in restaurants is if dining out becomes second knowledge to them as kids. If this is your first time reading Modern Manners, Guy, welcome aboard. What took you so long? However, if you're a regular, and thank you for that, you know that I pull all my material from real-world situations. When I witness someone acting like a jerk in real life, I make it my mission to make said rude person's actions known public. This goes double when it comes to children and manners. I'm even more aware of these situations, since there is usually a pathetic parent behind them encouraging the selfish behavior. Similarly, it's one thing to tell children what is right and wrong, but another thing to be able to show them examples of kids that can relate to and learn from. That's why I always point it out to my kids if and when it happens. A great example of a situation when making an example of others paid off was when I took my daughter with me to Starbucks. While I was enjoying my coffee and Maddie, age 6, was smiling with her fruit smoothie, we saw a child around 9 or so in line yell at a barista. And I quote, Hurry up, dude! Not only this little angel of darkness yell at a grown adult preparing his venti muck of frappa whatever, the parent of said demon child acted as if their child did nothing wrong. Everyone in the place witnessed this, and kudos to the barista for not telling the parent and kid where to stick their caffeinated beverage. Maddie could easily tell this kid was wrong, but I wanted to further hammer home how truly inconsiderate this child was acting. So we talked about it, with me asking questions like, how do you think that barista felt? Do you think the barista did anything wrong? Is yelling at someone like that ever the right thing to do? Do you think their daddy should have told the child not to yell? Should their parents put them in time out? Here, I took advantage of this child's insanely rude actions to teach my daughter a valuable lesson about people's feelings. I do this a lot, and I also have no problem calling out my own kids when they are the ones that are being rude too. Kids have to know, it's okay to get frustrated sometimes, and maybe this child was, but it's never okay to yell rude comments as a result. Everyone has feelings and everyone is affected by what you say to them. Oh, and in case you're wondering, this little pisher didn't even say thank you. Shocked, I know. Tip number three, the magic words. Of all things mannerly, the one thing that irks me to no end is people not saying the magic words. In my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, I interviewed dozens of top-tier CEOs and entrepreneurs about manners in the workplace. In every situation, dining, travel, meetings, etc., they all mentioned how often the magic words of please and thank you weren't used enough. I was pleased to hear that in the fast-paced business world where money is the primary focus and everything else, a person's feelings included, is secondary, they still value the magic words. Apparently, kids and the corporate world have a lot in common, because in both cases, these words are clearly not said enough. Now, I understand that kids haven't quite mastered the art of the proper sentence structure, so give me is easier than saying, may I please have a cup of water? But it's our job as adults to make sure they don't forget the magic words or their importance. The magic words are simple to say and make such a big difference that it infuriates me when people don't use them. If I hold the door open for someone, even a stranger, and they don't say thanks, it kills me. Or when someone asks me for something and they don't say please, I want to scream. When someone doesn't practice the magic words, it makes them look as if they're above everyone else, like a king on a throne with peasants assisting them. This is not how the real world works, and every child needs to understand how much saying please and thank you affects others. Please and thank you are about as basic as it gets, period. No argument. You can argue the dining out rules, which I welcome. You can debate the issue of parents reprimanding kids who yell at adults like their butlers. Again, bring on the argument. But you cannot, with good conscience, defend a child not saying these simple magic words. If you do, well, you should reread this entire article. So, what are your thoughts? I want to know. Drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide Tips for a more polite life.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California...